ready? I'm so... Ready. <laughs> um, okay. <clears throat> okay, uh, here we go. Welcome to Death Readers. I'm Doug. I'm Rob. This is episode 28 of Death Readers, reading Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire. We are going to be going through chapters 25 and 26 today. Another two-chapter episode. And I'm going to say it right now. I think the next one's going to be two. Because <laughs> I, I, I counted ahead, and the next two chapters are around 60 pages again. Oh, boy. And if we add another chapter onto that, it goes up to like 80. So I think we're going to stick with you know what? two for a while. It, they're, they're, they're certainly voluminous. They are. Are and that's that's the only reason why we're sticking to the two because it just takes us time to read and note and, and, and yeah to make really well-rounded, well-crafted content. notes and oh, okay content's the word that, of the thing oh, that we make. I was making notes. We make content. To make we make content, but I was at the time making notes when I was reading it. We're content creators and people should this pay us for it. This podcast is over. Well, then we can't get paid, you idiot. <laughs> You're getting paid? No, but you know. Looks so shifty right now. There's pie in the sky, and I want to eat it with golden forks because we make the money. So if this is your first time listening to the podcast, this is a podcast where uh, we read through the Harry Potter series. Uh, this is my first time reading through it, so I haven't read them before. And mine, it's eight umpteenth. Rob lots has read of times. them like so many times. Lumpteenth. Rob has read them more times than there are days for Hanukkah. Yeah, probably. Probably. Yeah. It's a miracle that Rob's interest in these books has lasted <laughs> this many readings. I only had enough reading for one go through. But look at you. Look at me now. You are. Look at me now. Just it's a it's a it's a miracle. It's a Christmas miracle. No. Wait. That's not what it is. Um, so uh, we we have started to try to recommend that if it's your uh, if you're listening, have some fun with us and read the chapters that we're reading and then listen to the podcast and so you know what we're talking about. We'll try our best to keep you informed about the context of what we're saying, but it, uh, if, if we can't, well, pick up the book, man. We tell you what pages to read. <clears throat> so uh, did we have housekeeping? Part of me, I think I th thought I had said something wrong. I think wrong you said that we had something. Last time, but then when I went back and looked, I wasn't wrong. I thought I misspoke, but I didn't. Or I didn't, I forgot. One of the two. Search conversation. I tried looking within the day of our last recording. Or with, within within a day of our last recording, not within that day. I think I'm... This is Rob speaking. Oh. I think I may have been mistaken. I, I may have been mistaken. On the podcast. On the podcast. You were saying... You, were saying, you want to read it? Oh, sure. Read it. <clears throat> oh, I can do me. I Sounds think masturbatory. It is. I think, it, why is your phone so big? Jesus. That's what my masturbatory said, self said. All right. <clears throat> I think I may have been mistaken on the podcast. You were saying the Order of the Phoenix having a big fight. That's the Department of Mysteries at the Ministry of Magic. The Gringotts heist is Gringotts Bank. The room with all the junk where Draco repairs the cabinet is the room of requirement where the DA practice, which is what I thought you meant when you said Order of the Phoenix. I write like this? We're not concerned about like a stroke or some sort of mental deficiency. I frequently, I frequently know, am. I feel like it's your responsibility to notice the signs and get me help. I good lord, we literally man. had a conversation like yesterday about the Lone I, Ranger in which this concept came up, and you said I was very clear with what I said. <laughs> I don't remember that at all, we and I have it. your phone. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> try proving it. Okay, so I I believe I can parse what I'm saying there. <laughs> I mean, it's very clear on my end of things. Clearly, it's your phone. It's my phone. Yeah, that's making me sound like an ass. What was the point we were making? <laughs> we had housekeeping, and the housekeeping was we were confused about what we were talking about when right. it came to Gringotts and the the heist. The room. Right. The, the room, room of requirement. What is the room of requirement? Right. I was confused on what you were talking about. Right. I said that. What sounds like, in retrospect, the where the where the where the DA is fighting the Order of the yes, Phoenix, and yes. the prophecies are all around. Right. The glass balls. Yes. Prophecy the room. Snow globes. Snow globes. Snow globe. That's the snow globe room at the Ministry. Rosebud. Rosebud. Absolutely. If the nurse wasn't in there and he was all alone, who heard him say Rosebud? 
We did, the audience. I, oh, shit. Okay. Um, so that was the housekeeping. That was the wow, housekeeping. housekeeping adventure. Yeah, that was good. Note to future Rob who's editing this. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, sounds like we're going to have a nice segment for Patreon on this episode. Join Patreon at DeathReader slash Patreon. You can get all the paid content that was too good for the free podcast. Yep. Whatever you said was good. I wasn't paying attention because I was trying to think of what I would tell future Rob if I had a chance. Well, what would... You tell past Rob and then tell future Rob the opposite. What? <laughs> I think I almost crossed my eyes on that. That really broke my head. <laughs> okay, so imagine you could tell younger Rob something. Yeah. And then think of the opposite of that and tell future Rob that. So they fight each other? No, they're not interacting. You're oh. the only you're you're the one interacting with both I really of them. Like this idea. I'm not like, saying take old Rob and young Rob and make them fight. I think younger Rob will win. Other, and I'll sit back like the master of ceremonies. Although I'd probably have to be rooting for younger Rob because otherwise I would not do so well. Yeah, I mean, as soon as younger Rob dies, older Rob dies. So younger Rob has to win. That's be... that's Looper. That's how Looper works. Well, I'm just saying there should be a third guy in Looper pulling the strings. It's you. All right, present yeah. Rob. Right. This should be a conversation for the Christmas episode because this is all like Ghost of Future Rob's Christmas wrote Rob's past. This is a podcast about Harry Potter, right? I think so. Um, <laughs> shit. Okay, so we've done our housekeeping. Now it's time. To, do we have anything else we want to say? I don't think so. Let's just get into it. Uh, chapter twenty-five: The Egg and the Eye. My first note is on page four fifty-nine. Oh, go for it. It was a long chapter, and it took me a while to have a note. Okay. Page 459. Yeah. Did J.K. Rowling predict the election of Boris Johnson to prime minister 20 years before it happened because of the statue of Boris the Bewildered, where the statue has the gloves on the, the wrong, wrong hands. hands? Like a fucking idiot. Yeah, and doesn't know where he's, which way he's going. His hair is all crazy. Oh, he's got that stupid hair. Stupid voice. Stupid, stupid voice politics right stupid politics right 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 um i want to say either yes or it's obviously no but no, just... no, no 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 it's clearly yes <laughs> or she, she used the same crystal orb that she used to divine all the events of harry potter because clearly it is also a true story and running concurrently she just kind of transcribed what the wizarding war channeled yeah channel channel well is it channeling if you use a crystal ball sure okay um or it's not divining divining is different Boris Johnson, right? Yeah. Uh, maybe he was a figure in politics even then. He has definitely been around for a long time, but I uh, may, that would be very interesting if that was the case, and that she was writing this and like, who's this like, new guy who's an that idiot? Guy. Right. Yeah. That'd be a funny. How old uh, is Boris Johnson? Is he Trump old? He's not old enough. Right. Past that, I have another page four fifty nine. I two, two notes on that page. Uh, this is I want to I have to preface this by saying this is kind of the only thoughtful and mature note I have left okay um put my mature glasses on yes why do the prefects need such a lavish bathroom a, a swimming pool with a diving board seems like that's the kind of thing the rest of the students could also make use of mm -hmm. and it seems odd that there are essentially what eight students mm -hmm. that About... get, get to use it mm -hmm. um oh wait no there are eight head boys and girls there are prefects for every year after five so How many prefix per, per class, though? Two. Only two? Well, two per, like, Gryffindor, two per house. How many years are there? Five, six, seven. No, no, if it's, say, five and six, two times four times two is 16, mm -hmm. plus another eight for the head boys and girls, because I don't think there are prefix that year as well as head boys and girls. So that's 24, 24. I guess that's an okay number. We do know that the... The classes sizes in Hogwarts are small, right? But at the same time, it still feels like a strange thing. It seems lavish, but you're not th you're, you're thinking Muggle dimensionally. Well, I'm also thinking about what the fuck do prefects do that they deserve this? It, it, it doesn't even necessarily have to do with that. It could be some highly gifted head boy in the 1700s who decided to magically expand the bathroom. Fine. What what I what I guess my main question is is why did the prefects get a bathroom? That's specifically for them because of their job, essentially, or their title. Because they have responsibilities and so they get a little perk. Is it a unisex bathroom? They don't make that clear at all. 
They just say the prefix bathroom. I feel like bathroom. it's a unisex bathroom. Maybe it has divisions for the potty parts. In Well, I guess it would have to have divisions. I'm thinking of it like a a wing, maybe. You go off into the boy's side. Maybe, but they don't describe any of that. Like It just says there's a big pool in the middle of the room. Yeah, but maybe, again, I mean, you've complained about a lot of description. Maybe there was too much description and she cut it out. That seems very likely. That's totally her <laughs> M.O., is to not expound upon minutiae. Okay, maybe, since it was a boy telling a boy about the bathroom, they just left off the fact that he wouldn't send him to the but girl's bathroom. there's also bathroom. a girl in the bathroom, the ghost girl. Oh, it's a ghost. She can go anywhere she wants. It's she all connected can, to but she, all kind of hang, she kind of does hang out specifically in the girl's bathroom. Ah, until we get to my note, 465. I have a note before that. Well, then, we'll have to table this discussion. Okay. I'm going to move on to my note, page 464. So Myrtle lives in a specific toilet, right? Yeah. And that, not like toilet in the way that like British people say toilet when it means like a general bathroom term. Sure. It means a specific like commode. Yeah, I believe so. Oh, okay. A specific, at least stall. Right. But I believe she's usually in the bowl. Right. And so sometimes she's in the in the bowl and she gets unexpectedly flushed. Yes. Which... Not only means that Myrtle is regularly shit on, <laughs> but also that she's shit on and the pissed on and that the shit and the piss that she's been pissed and shit on flushes with her into the black name lake, which is apparently where it gets its name. Mm. And that makes me think, did poor Dennis Creevy get a face full of shit in the beginning of this book when he dumped his face into the lake? And that makes me think, how much of the lake is shit and piss? Because uh, we know that they don't do technology, so I'm guessing they don't do, like, it sounds like they just dump it right into the lake. It does. So, also, that kind of, so there's a lot of notes I'm making here, but finally, they definitely don't use chamber pots. Oh. Hmm. So, which one of those do you want to tackle first? <laughs> Let's do chamber pots first. Okay. Can work our way backwards. Okay. Uh, I feel like chamber pots might still be a thing for emergencies under your bed. Gross. Like, yeah, I mean, sometimes you gotta Why go and you're not you, gonna mind you, the smell. You gotta go so bad that you can't get up and walk to a bathroom. <laughs> so you, you only your only recourse yeah. is to push your asshole outside of the bed with a little like you know bucket underneath it so you can squirt a juicy shitload into it instead of just getting up and walking to a restroom where you have a fully functioning toilet and maybe it might possibly get the luxury of shitting on a dead girl. Juicy shitload. <laughs> Stop there. I stopped there. Let me set the scene for you. <laughs> yeah, set the scene for the person who has uncontrollable bowels to the point where they can't, in their right mind, get up and walk to a restroom. You're in a Scottish castle. Some Not a Scottish castle. Oh, okay. All right, the Scottish Castle is good. Episode title. <laughs> it might, might very well be. You're in a Scottish Castle. You're in a Scottish Castle? God damn it. It's definitely that. It's definitely the uh, episode title. It realized itself. The episode title became self-aware. <laughs> Let me set the scene. You're it. in a Scottish Castle. In Scotland, in the winter, it's cold. That stone retains cold. It's clam. Shut up. You're snuggled in bed. Oh, it's nice <laughs> in here. I don't want to get out, but my bladder is full. My options are I can put on my health house elf knit, knit socks, walk to wherever the bathroom is, which is going to be cold. The, the, the cold from the stone is going to be creeping into my calves and the ache in my feet and it's God, it's so cold. And then I pee, but it takes forever because, you know, everything's shriveled and you got to get it out or you just use a chamber pot real quick back in bed you'd be like house elf remove my waist thank you or maybe probably not even a thank you because they're fucking house elves seven problems i have with oh jesus <laughs> <laughs> we're never getting past this it's fine we don't have any notes for the next chapter <laughs> so i would i'll even i'll concede to you that somehow they make the smell not a problem okay how do they make the shitting in front of your friends not a problem? Because they li they all sleep in these rooms that all have the same beds in them where they can essentially see each other. With bed curtains. 
Yeah, but how fucking like okay, even you know, even if those bed curtains are blackout <laughs> and you can't which none of the films portray them as. Right, right. And you can just get a, like away with taking a dump in your bed. Yep. Even if you can do that, are they noise out curtains? No. So you can't hear like a You're one, someone, hear the pitter patter like, of little shits. A, a pitter patter of little shits is the least of my worries. I'm more concerned about the thunderous applause of a raucous asshole. <laughs> And sitting like you, I bet you one of those kids just in Gryffindor House has some terrible explosive gas. Neville Longbottom probably because he takes long farts all the time or long shits and he can't stop himself. It's hereditary. His whole family has this problem. People with the last name uh, Smith Mm. probably blacksmiths. (laughs) You know what fucking Longbottom's family did? They took long shits and they took them so legendarily that they took the fucking surname of Longbottom. At least the people, the the king that gave his ancestors the name Longbottom gave them the fucking courtesy of of not calling them long shitter. Uh, (laughs) There were other problems. (laughs) Other problems. Um, I don't know. That, that, uh, I don't know how much of the poop out dough spell you invented for this concept, but it, it, chamber pots, toilets that function, they all seem to be devices built for dealing with waste and, and elimination. Mm-hmm. But why the fuck would she say what she said about spells that can just apparate shit? And I wish we had... Do we have the tweet somewhere we could look at to make sure we know what we're talking about? Because I, I don't know if I've ever seen it. We've talked sure, about sure. it, but I don't know if I've seen it. And I feel like it's a relevant source reference document. I'm just gonna Google J.K. Rowling poop tweet. Yes, it's a, I'll, I hope you don't get any horrible images. It's there's an article mm-hmm. on Dig by a guy named Dan Fallon. It says it's Friday and I'm mad about this dumb Pottermore tweet about pooping. Let's do it. Okay, this is from Wizarding World. Did she tweet it? I don't know if it was her or not, or because it's at Wizarding World. What, what did at Wizarding World say? Because I'm assuming everything they say is sanctioned. At Wizarding World says. Hogwarts didn't always have bathrooms. Before adopting muggle plumbing methods in the 18th century, witches and wizards simply relieved themselves wherever they stood and vanished the evidence. Hashtag National Trivia Day. That was from January 4th, Based on 2019. what? Like, what, it's National Trivia Day, fine. But it's are they inventing this as a tweet right away, or, or is this something that they can cite in her writing somewhere? I don't... I don't. We don't need to read the article out loud. It's no, I was going to read the article out. I was going to see if there's maybe one more source. Yeah. Because it feels like that's the kind of thing you would say mm. if you had read, like, Quidditch Through the Ages or something. And you're like, well, I read the supplementary text. Like, you know, if you read the novels, mm-hmm. then you'll find out, which is funny because the whole thing's novels. Okay. See, and here's the thing. Okay. Every article leads with things like, J.K. Rowling once told us how wizards poop. They all have that sort of but claim. When? But Well, no, but then they get into the actual meat of the article it suddenly becomes... Well, Wizarding World said it. Wizarding World, the publishing, or the... Hold on, what, is it, what were the actual words? They say things like, Such was the case on Friday afternoon when a tweet from Pottermore, J.K. Rowling's digital publishing arm, declared it was canon. So... It sounds like it's pretty endorsed. It sounds like it's endorsed, but we don't know that it's endorsed, and they've implied that she said it. So We don't have any reason to doubt that it is endorsed, besides no. it's not just her signing it. It's the difference between innocent and not guilty. We don't have evidence proving it was her. I I guess I... I, But they're acting like we do. Here's why I... uh, This is my... What do you call it? The uh, precedent. Sure. This is where where my precedent comes in, is that I am fully uh, immersed, essentially, and have been raised to understand the uh, former Star Wars Expanded Universe. Sure. And which is currently called Star Wars Legacy. Or Um, Legends? uh, Something like that. Okay. So the idea with those books and games and all that other shit was essentially that because it was published by like Lucas Arts mm-hmm. or whatever the fuck the imprint was, it was all sanctioned essentially by you know His Holiness fucking George Lucas. Right. And if so, everything that was ever published was like it was established as canon. There was no like Elseworlds or like alt versions uh, until Disney bought it, and then. Uh, so, so in my head, all 
fictions that are popular have that same function. All, all fictions that have been turned from just fiction into something that a makes franchise. money, yeah, yeah. All have that same sort of, especially with the the creative force that is supposed to be the, you know, a character in and of herself. Sure. Uh, gets all that power of of deciding what is and isn't uh, canon, and so I'm, my default is to assume that she approved that. I'm going to say, I think that model's correct, mm -hmm. but I think for a lot of minutia, it's moved to the rubber rubber stamp phase. But this is like minutia. Still rubber stamp, plunger, if you will. Because of poop. Because of poop. Because it's like poop. It's like poop. Um, so it might not have ever come across her desk. Really? What? I'm just saying, if it's your last day at work and you're really mad at somebody, that might be someone's last day at work. Yeah, it would be. Don't tell that guy. <laughs> so where are we? Black Lake? Yeah. So the next question is, uh, how much of the contents of the Black Lake are piss and shit? Percentage. I'd want to say a lot, but remember the Black Lake is a huge, huge lock. So, I mean. I would, I, accept, I would accept too much. <laughs> it might explain why the mer people are green and manky. And as angry. As opposed to being lovely and hot. Yeah, or also the, uh, what is the other monsters down there that we find? Grindelos. Grindelos, yeah. They're, all, all the things that live in Blood of the Black Lake seem pissed. Yeah. And I'm sure it's because they're covered in their own, in the wizard's urine. Yeah. Because pissed. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, the, the, but yeah, the, that also sp speaks to, like, for me, the reason, the idea of it being called the Black Lake is because when you deal with black water, mm -hmm. if you're, like, in a motorhome or something, that's what that is. Poop and shit and piss. That's right. Poop and shit and then piss. That was gray water. Gray water is like, uh, like I think gray water is, and I'm I'm fine with being corrected about this, but I'm pretty sure gray water is like other water that's been wasted, but it's not oh, full of I'm piss just, and I'm shit. I'm just taking my definition from it, so I don't know. That's correct. In, in it, they do reference it as being gray water. Doesn't mean they're right though. I don't. Stephen King's probably right. Well, I mean, it, it could be gray water because Pennywise often went by Bob Gray, and it could have just been a circular reference. I could also just be an idiot, and that's either way. Gray is a shade of black, kind of. It's related. Yes, it's a shade of black. That's true. Moving to the next point, <laughs> um, did Dennis uh, Creevy? Okay, I'm gonna go. <laughs> gray water, the relatively clean wastewater from baths, sinks, washing machines, and other kitchen appliances. Mm -hmm. So therefore, we're going to look up what black water, wastewater from toilets, according to Oxford, New Oxford uh, American Dictionary. So Eddie was so wrong. I, Eddie is fucking wrong. Yeah. This guy. Yeah. 100% right. Um, That's why you don't have to fight demon clowns. Stupid they know, clowns. They don't have to fuck with you. No, they don't. Did, but that brings us to the next point. Did Eddie, not Eddie, did Dennis, <laughs> did Dennis Creevy get a face full of shit when he dunked his head into the, the lock? I don't think so. Okay, but... But the way solutions work is that he did. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it is fathoms deep. It and fucking filthy. <laughs> yeah, because the mer people kind of disprove any thought of them having some sort of uh, poop disintegrato right, spell on right. the egress pipe. Right. And you ever see like you ever drive by uh, those like wastewater ponds, those like treatment ponds? Yeah. They're fucking nasty. They're they're. Mm. They're horrifying. They're really That's basically what we're learning the Black Lake is. Yeah. Hogwarts got smell. Hogwarts is awful. <laughs> like, it's the fucking worst place. Oh. It is so shitty. Oh. Slavery and that smell of sewage. Slavery and then, like, it's just, it's just, like, it's almost like Ayn Rand wrote Harry Potter, where it's like, <laughs> where it's like, fuck the little people. I live in a castle. <laughs> I, you know who I don't care about? Those others who aren't even, they're the subhumans who live in my filth. I hate them. They deserve it. We use them for our games. <laughs> and they speak in clicks. It's fucking horrible. That's how she writes, man. She's a fucking, it's horrible. <laughs> uh, 465 still. I think we're still going backwards. Oh, right. Um, right. So how often do you think Myrtle's shit on? Like, literally, not just picked on, but, like, people defecate on her ghost. And she doesn't notice. She's only been a ghost for 50 years. <laughs> I'm not trying to do the do do the exact math. No, I'm just trying to, because obviously it's not been centuries. People a, learned pretty quick not to go into that bathroom because it's haunted, but sure, there's got to be emergencies now and then. Not only that logic, but there's a line in this chapter where Harry says, or, or she describes Harry as trying not to think about Myrtle being flushed 
from uh, into the lake from the toilet with the contents or oh, the, the usual toilet. contents of a toilet. I right, think is right, the right. line. <laughs> so she knows what she's saying. This is all very deliberate. It's fucking weird. Yeah. And it's like it, it kind of jumps the shark, the shitty shark of like it, from being like a cute kids thing into fucking f- gross, like <laughs> real gross and weird. Uh, I'd say it's happened too often for Myrtle. Seeing she, but once. she's not phased by it. Like she's she's she's, she's, she's like so morose and hates herself. Of my, but she hates things like what, what did Harry do at the end of this chapter that pissed her off? Oh, talked about her breathing. She gets pissed off about the fact that she's dead, but not about the fact that her dead ass ghost gets shit on and flushed in a toilet. That's insane. <laughs> like that's that just isn't. That's just a weird disconnect from reality. And it, I say that knowing full well we're talking about a fantasy book. Sure, but like. It is my my suspension of disbelief Broke. needs <laughs> needs to be uh, leviosed. Okay, and it is it is not <laughs> up from up from out the shadow. It will be lifted nevermore. Sure, here here here. I'm done with okay. my bit, but uh, but that was my that was the the majority of the notes I have. <laughs> okay, I don't know how I can follow that, but I'm gonna give it a shot. 465. Okay. The Haunting of Olive Hornby. Oh, oh, Myrtle's uh, friend that she leaves the ha- castle for. Yeah. She leaves to follow her around she, and stalk a chicken leave. fucked with her, or at least, for all we know, just didn't give her the attention Myrtle felt due when she was alive. Because mm-hmm. she mentioned Olive uh, fucking with her before. I'm just wondering, is it because ghosts are echoes of people and can't learn and grow into better people? They can, they're just, like the paintings, kind of like the memories but they can't have really new experiences. They can't become more than they were when they died. Well, they, the, than the person they were when they died. Are you trying to confess to me that you're a ghost? <laughs> <laughs> I'm capable of great change. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so very proud of yourself. Yeah, pretty, pretty proud of myself. Um, sure. Yeah. Okay. Also, ghosts aren't limited to a specific place. That was one thing we had talked about before that I it occurred to me. I didn't write it down, but it did occur to me. I guess when the ghost uh, party happened, they came from all over. Yeah, uh, they did. I guess that's true. Uh, But again, like I guess there's part of me that always just assumed that they were all ghosts of Hogwarts, right? Who just were in different rooms, right? Uh, But but talking about your original point, which I think is a good salient point, is that you know they do they get trapped? That but again, like I keep having trouble with the ghosts and the poltergeist. Mm-hmm. Like I still am confused about what a poltergeist is because like Peeves is the one I love to go to. We've talked about this. It's like I that know, Ghostbusters episode. I, I know, but it just it all just... that pent up teenage energy coalesced like carbon getting pressed into a diamond, and that diamond is Peeves. It grew sentience. But like, does it, did it grow a physical body too? Yeah. Or did it just? It evolved a physical body. Did it? Yeah. Totally. Okay. Yeah. That seems strange. Ectopl- probably ectoplasm left over from the ghosts. That it it, it just it's kind of like it's like a hairball. It's a hairball of teenage frustration and ghost jizz. <laughs> um. Okay. Well. And it coalesces until it so starts to have sentience does, and becomes self-aware. So would he be contained to the spot? That would make sense, right? Because he's because yeah. poltergeist. At least the grounds, like, yeah. Right. But I don't think I've ever, yeah, yeah. I would say I, I feel like poltergeists are supposed to be products of their environment. Okay, we can but say I don't this. Think he could leave, but in these chapters, yeah. Filch talks about trying to get him kicked out. His Dumbledore won't have you here anymore. I don't think Filch is ruminating on the. Well, but why would he have to if they know if he already knows the, he might the not functions know. of he's how never it works? Been to Hogwarts, other than being a gameskeeper, because he's a squib. Oh, he's never done ghost studies, and he doesn't seem like a reader. Other than like a quick spell, but his parents are, are are wizards. That's why he's a squib. Yeah, so but like he's he probably would... never talked to them. Mom, Dad, let's talk about the ins and outs of poltergeists. I mean, we've talked about it. <laughs> he's definitely older than us. Sure, so... but again, we're erudite, and he's a squib. He's beneath us. I don't want to say that. No, it seems mean. Mm. Um, you always stop me from judging. Well, I mean, I'm allowed to judge, but when you do it, it's just gross. That's fair. I like to be the only one that's uh, you know. Hateful and evil. I, I, don't, I don't like seeing that. You're so bad at it. Oh, thanks. <laughs> um, the uh, 
I don't. He 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 does say that though in the text. He does very much say that right. we will kick you out. And it makes it sound like that's something he's been working on getting to happen. It makes it also sound like it's something he can make happen. There is a certain kind of mentality. Okay. That stubbornness. No, no, okay. I'm not, I'm not okay. even labeling it yet. Okay. Um, <laughs> that can ju- that just thinks the most obvious solution to the problem. Okay. Is going to fix it. Like a simpleton. Like, why don't we just get this guy out of office? And right. Blah, blah, blah. right. Why don't we just get Peeves out of the school? Right. Um, I think Filch is that kind of guy. Okay. That's good. That's a good point. Fair enough. He, he definitely seems like that kind of guy. Yeah. Like, every, especially. Make Hogwarts you, great again. <laughs> uh, I mean, especially if you look at, like, the second book and the uh, how quick he is to judge Harry Potter for being the heir of Slytherin yeah. or stuff like that. Yeah. Um, or he even just killed his cat. I don't think he gives a shit about the air politics. Yeah, well, petrified, but yes. Sure. Um, well, he thought killed at the time. We're talking because he's, he's he's dumb and he doesn't know. I wizard didn't stuff. say dumb. No, you said he doesn't. Ha- he wouldn't know about poltergeist. Yeah, he might not also know. That's different. He might also not know about. I'm not casting dispersions. Is it dispersions or aspersions? I think it's aspersions. Yeah, I'm not casting those either. But, I'm ignorant. But if you were looking into a reflection, would you be casting them? At least at half strength. That would be respersions. But didn't the the glow go through Headless Nick? I always get that confused um, with Peeves. Yeah. So, yeah, okay. The ghosts can move around. We do know this. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, I was also, I was bothered by that bit about her haunting her friend or the girl who picked on her or whatever. Mm-hmm. But It's uh, such a that age thing to do. That's what, that's that's, what really yeah. got, we got started on. Yeah. She's not letting anything go. It's still that I, I think you made a really good point. I like what you said about it being a a, a thing where they're trapped because they, they physically can't grow anymore, like you right. were saying. They, they can't, like, not I, I think I get it now. Physically trapped in a place, no, but, but they, they're trapped in their... They're a, they're a Polaroid. They're yeah. a snapshot. Yes. They're just a... It's just this forever. Right. Yeah, I think I think that's so... And I think it's a really good way to put it. Um, they, they just sort of uh, arrest. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's interesting. So, and that kind of... I can't think of any ghost that that doesn't work for mm-hmm. like headless, nearly headless nick and the professor ghost all what if that what if that professor ghost was a professor when he died i'm sure he was and I'm then that's sure, why no, he, they kept said that. he got up one day okay. and left that's his body right. behind and went, to, right. went to class yeah so he would just be stuck there i can learn right. new things like facts and shit but like you're gonna names, be the same person but i'm not gonna grow right yeah interesting I think that's look, it. For look my at you! Chapter. Look at you! Yes, ending yourself into a like a, a fucking really good note about Harry Potter. Well, I tried to. Take I'm talking about piss and shit, and you're like, "What if ghosts can't mature? What if they're just sort of stuck?" And I'm like, "But Poop. Dennis, he he got a poop mustache because he fell in the lake. Poop stash. And he was so happy about poop it. Stash creepy. He liked it. Maybe he's from Germany. Mm. Do we know where the creepies are from? Is there a German school? Or would the German students go to Bulgaria? I mean, I want to stop this right now, but I also want to Google the name Creevy. Last name, Creevy. This interesting surname of Irish origin. Oh, so now we're done. Well, thanks for all our German listeners who tolerated me being prejudiced. Yeah. Sorry about that. Indeed you are. Anyway. Next chapter. Yeah, next chapter, which is chapter 26. The second task. <laughs> I wrote the second task. <laughs> I wrote real quick. Better than having one tusk. That'd be lopsided. Like a, like a narwhal. Um, That's true. My first note in chapter 26 is page 487. Oh, mine is 480. Go for it. The hats are back. Which hats? The hats we've only seen in book one. Wait, There's one line. Hats? One. Li- Do you remember that they got pointed hats? I think you've mentioned this before of them coming back. And they they show them in the first movie. There's these stupid little conical hats with like no brim. Yes, that's a first year thing. Yeah, well, I didn't know. We don't know it's first year. We just never saw them again. They were design fly. I think they talk about it later in in the books where they mention that that's a a first year thing. Same with being boated in. Nope. Okay. Because Pavardi's wearing one. Because when Ron's practicing the banishment charm, his pillow knocks off Pavardi's hat. What if she was wearing a different hat? Why would she be wearing a hat to class? They're all wearing uniforms. You don't get to express individuality. She couldn't wear a fucking butterfly in her hair for the... But Hermione for, for the, gets and, to make her hair all fluffy. That and was for a ball. Amazing. What? That was for the Yule ball. No, I mean, her just normal, gorgeous, full hair. No, that's just her hair. Yeah, how dare she? Point is, hats are back. It's a deep note. Fuck all that ghost shit. <laughs> the hats are back. The hats are back. You're in a Scottish castle, subtitled, The hats are back. <laughs> Uh, this, you know, it's important. 
part two. Um, uh, you have no more notes, right? 487. Oh, okay. I have two notes. I have 486. Go for it. Big long thing. What did I write here? <laughs> I understand it's not Google. I'm not sure where I'm going. I wrote this I, note. I, I, I think I know where you're okay. going because it's my note also. But I have a hard time believing there's no cross-reference yes. at all. In yes. Hogwarts Library. Yes. Someone like Hermione should have found something on Breathing Underwater, something that has to have been around since magic. Yes. Since as soon as you had magic, what can I do with this? I want to go check out Underwater. It should be like the one of the first spells made. Literally the idea that two of the other contestants used bubble charms. Right. So Meaning that they know about... They didn't that's, even it find, seems like yeah, a right. simple thing. They she should have found a reference to bubble-headed charm. Right. But, I mean... The transfiguration thing, I get that that's something they couldn't just book learn. Day one. Right. Magic's available to you. What are the spells you're going to come up with? Well, live forever. Want to be invincible. Underwater? Invisible. Invisible. Fly. Fly. Which brooms take care of. Right. Visibility cloak take care of. Freeze underwater. Freeze underwater. So, come on. It... They don't find it fine. There should have been a cross or some kind of index, some kind of... It's, yeah, I 100% agree. Breathing. See, get I mean, shit out of your throat. So, so you're telling underwater. me that, like, the... the not you, but yeah. like, in the Harry Potter world, the wizards are so detached from muggle life and muggles that they've completely rejected the Dewey Decimal System. Mm -hmm. Right. So they can't find anything. <laughs> and they, they have a restriction section, but they don't... But they don't say what's in there. It's just whatever she decides needs to be the fucking, you know, uh, mm -hmm. McGovern or whatever it is. That she even references, uh, oh, we're looking at for charms. Mm -hmm. Seems like a pretty basic fucking charm. Why couldn't you find it? Right. Something. Where, where, where is the, where's the rationale? Like, again, she doesn't even try to come up with other ways. She has three ways. There's four contestants. Right. She uses one twice. It's, it doesn't, I don't, I don't like it. It seems it's, silly. It's shitty. Not only that, but it, that's when the movie takes care of it where they're like, which is a, a note I had, I mean, fucking page 490 is, is, this, is sort of in the same thing, but sure. in the movie, Neville gives Harry gillyweed from, a, that was gonna from come a book yep. that he finds about herbology, which is something they, I, I was really hoping that they, that was going to be what happens in the movie, in the book. We, we should table this note. Okay. Well, it, no, I want, it's relevant. Okay, okay, okay. Only, only part it's relevant okay. here for is that, like you were saying about looking up books, mm -hmm. If they had written that part into the book, <laughs> Neville could, like, if somebody could have said, oh, you guys didn't check their apology section, it's really cool. And then they could all look at each other and go, oh, shit, we're such idiots. As angry as you are now. Yeah. It's going to be worse. Fucking awesome. <laughs> Fucking great. That's that's all I want to say about yeah. what no, you're saying. No, but like, but in, in reference to them that they don't, yeah, yeah, like, no, I, they I, look through everything. Uh -huh. the, the movie handled it really well. Having Dobby show up and just hand it to him. I know. I know. And you're... I feel like you're 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 gonna get mad. Fine, I will. It's um, uh, not an economy of plotting. Great. It's Does that mean it's a slave? <laughs> it's a slave trade of economy. Of... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. It's what it's what they fucking are. It's terrible. Uh, Four eighty-seven. My note was same on the same thing. This whole chapter, my only notes are about sure. this this fucking moment. Sure. Is that I, my my note was. Uh, <laughs> Looking up things in the 90s must have been terrible. Fuck the 90s. <laughs> like, living without the internet sounds like it's shit. I was pretty good with the card catalog. Yeah, but think how much time you spent. Think about how much time you had you spent, like... Done. It's not done. I mean, okay, true. The two sections I always looked up were vampires and werewolves. You knew exactly where they were. I did. Actually, it took me longer than I want to admit to realize, oh, these are all in the same place. Right. Well, but then that's... It, it, that's good because then you have all of that knowledge so when you sit alone at the dance and mumble to yourself you have those little cards you can look at and read through the the data yeah, yeah, I, I see here I notice that they are both for, both in the same section that'll save me a lot of our time for the next dance <laughs> I'd like to think I was uh, as sexy as Jeff Goldblum but uh, less, I was not <laughs> less less serial killer than the one the version I'm doing that too <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> I think that's all my notes about that stupid bullshit, sure. but it's still, like, frustrating. And, it is uh, very frustrating. Yeah. At the same time, I uh, she also rushes through a bunch of time in this chapter. Yeah. Where it's just, like, in a paragraph, she's like, I have a week. I have five days. Now I have four days. Now I have two days. Oh, my God, it's today. Yeah. It's like, what? Was this the section you decided to phone it in on? Like, <laughs> 
like could you could you dog ear it so I can just pass through this chapter? Maybe, like, maybe that was the section she had to cut for time. Yeah. I just wrote five, four, three, two, one. Yeah, five, four, three, two, one. We're there. Like, see, and it wasn't Voldemort. that easy? She's like, my next book's longer, and he's like, fuck. It's I don't. It's dumb. It's dumb. Anyway, what are you? Other notes do you have? Four ninety three. Okay, I'm out of notes, so we can talk whatever whatever we want. But it's going to be noteless for me. Okay, it occurred to me for the first time. Reading this in, in this reading chapter, I'm actually going to reference an earlier part of the book. Back when we saw Crumb diving into the ice water in his underwear. Yeah. Oh, swimsuit. Come on. Wait, are we talking about before today? Before these chapters? Before these chapters. Okay. My yeah. apologies. They're yes. walking to Hugs, Hugsmead. Yes. Whatever he's in, he's yes. diving into the uh, the ice water, yes. and they're like, "He's crazy." Right. And he's like, "What's Practice. up?" And Ron's like, nah, nah, nah. "He was preparing for this task. He knew at this point." Yep. Yeah. It just, it's the first time it occurred to me. Yeah. And I was so like, he, "Oh damn." He was way ahead of his game. Because probably because Karkarov. Yes, probably. That was that was really that, it. Was just a moment where I was like, she does do that well. I she, might, yeah, but I might be you know missing some of the rules here about the Triwizard Tournament. But it certainly seems like Harry has the impression that he's not allowed to get help from anyone. Yet it seems like none of the contestants really get through it on their own. No, they absolutely. So not. I don't understand what the what the significance is of adding that extra rule. I feel like Harry's just taking things very literally. Yes, which is and, come through at the end of these chapters. Yeah, and he's very, yeah, and he's very much just like oh, I was told I can't do that, so I can't do that. Right. I was like, why didn't you cheat? I can't cheat because I was told I can't do that. Right. I I, I can't mean, I can that. sympathize with that absolutely. I can't at all. Really? No. Oh my no, god. No 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 part of me at all. I can't tell if you're doing a bit right now. I don't know. It's not really a bit. It's just starting. Being very literal. But okay okay. okay. <laughs> like I don't know what's happening because it feels like you're winking, but you're not actually winking. So I don't know. I'm staring at your face. I'm like, he blinked. Was that a clue? The pain you're going through right now. Yeah, I've gone through. Okay, okay, <laughs> okay. Many times, mm. right? And it's it's one of those things where I'll I'll be at work and I'm like, so so I could do this, right? And and they're like, yeah. And I'm like, okay, but I'm gonna say it again <laughs> in very clear words because. Right. I can interpret all these things in many different ways. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to make it the most clear I can possible so I don't make any mistakes. Right. And I understand that you're angry with me now because <laughs> I'm doing this, but wouldn't you be more upset if I came back later with the same questions? Right? Can't we just solve this all right now? I know I'm still talking and I really haven't taken a breath, but that's because I want to get it right. Seems fair to me. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> so, we're broken people. <laughs> uh, we're like horcruxes after they're eliminated. That's not it. Every, everything good about us is fled. Oh. 498. Yep. Who was the heroic person who warranted a statue in the middle of Murtown? See, I wanted the same thing about, about Boris the Buffoon or whatever right. his name was. Uh, yeah, we both had statue questions. I, I want to know that legend. I, I, they're not going to just build a, like, this is a, like, we wouldn't just put a human statue. Right, right. it would be of someone. Right. That's funny you mentioned that because that is essentially what there's a joke about that in community, sort of the the mascot of the of Greendale High School is the Greendale human. Oh, that's true. Who is that's just true, who's, yeah. who's who's just a not non specific generic essentially mannequin even even to the point where they don't have like a skin tone that's a natural skin tone because it's just like we wouldn't want to offend anyone. Right, right. <laughs> I forgot about the Greendale human. The Greendale human. I get it mixed up with the Green Man from It's Always Sunny. No, that's totally different. But yeah, yeah. the Greendale human and yeah, that's that's what that reminds me of. Is the idea right. that we could do something like that, but only only in an extremely hypersensitive PC world could we do that. And it's, unfortunately, that's where we live. It's the Merville Mer person. Yes. Merville Merman. Merman. <laughs> I don't want to be gender specific, but Merman just rolls off the tongue better. They had another word uh that Harry used about the Mer people. That was like, I thought I noted as being sort of odd, because it was it was like a conjugation kind of thing, like it was a. Um... Mer chieftainess. No, it was no. no no that's later that's this was him saying something like, Myrtle. Do they speak? Is are they speaking like, mer, mermid or something like that? It was Mermish? like it was, oh, mermish mermish yeah. that was it. it was mermish yeah and I was like huh that's weird that they would have like that there would be. A name for this language of creatures he didn't seem to know existed, but he now knows their language name. Right. Like how... Uh, we don't speak Humish. No, we don't. We don't even speak American. Right. You know what I mean? Like we... we or, or like... Uh, was it Esperanza? Esperanto. Esperanto, right. That was the invented language, was yeah. it? Yeah. But there's no place. No. 
I mean, there's places that speak it. There's places where people speak that stuff. You've never been to Esprania? No. But still, like, it's it's weird that he would just know that. I just sprained my ankle. Mm-hmm. Or, like, in Brazil. Where they speak Portuguese. Exactly. Yes. How would he know this? How, like, it just, speaking of people, like, fucking or squibs. Who, or snakes. Who don't, who suddenly are, either don't know things because they're, they are completely, so, yes. tech, like, culture, uncultured in that way. Mm-hmm. Or somehow magically do know it. Right. Whatever. I mean, I know it's not important. <laughs> I, I know this whole experience and experiment is just futile and, and just... We're going to crack it. We're going to figure out Two broken secret. men screaming into the void. I get that. But... <laughs> we're screaming at each other into the void. Into the void. Yeah, we're, we're tumbling in the darkness together shouting about something that doesn't matter. I understand that that's what's happening. That's, what's, that's what we're doing so with bleak. our lives through time. So bleak. The the void is the passage of time. I understand this, but it still pisses me off. Right. <laughs> and that was death. Re- um. So what else do you have? One last note. <laughs> and then we can wrap. Uh, June twenty fourth. That's birthday. When, no, that's when the uh, third task will happen. Yeah. Which just made me. I think we've even touched on this before. Like term ends the final day of June, but it just shows how much longer their school year seems to be. Yeah, it's really long. Uh, we, we did. It, it yeah. just it just, it just kind of. Tax it back home. I don't know how aphorisms work. It tax it home. It tax it home. Tax it, tax it home. Tax it back home. Yeah. Yeah. Like like, like people say. I was going to let it go. <laughs> I couldn't. It was then, so what? And then you tacked it home. I tacked, I tacked it home. So good. I mean, in, in any other episode, tacked it home would be a good episode title. <laughs> <laughs> we should probably talk about a little bit of just the events that happened in this oh, chapter. Because sure. there's... Cause, the whole thing about like Harry's, his heroic moment mm-hmm. of of being the first again he gets fucking help from a ghost but he is a shit covered ghost. Well, I mean everyone got help. Yeah, but like, it just seems weird that like she doesn't write the character of having a, a she doesn't write in a clever way for him to figure it out. Right. That would be interesting or like maybe uh, informative to the audience. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, you know he. He doesn't even see like a glowing light in the darkness, or uh, beyond the ten feet around himself, he can see. She's like, go that way. She, she's like, literally, someone comes in and goes, there, and like points, and that's it. It just feels, it just feels weird. It doesn't it feel like how a character's arc should progress. Mm-hmm. Um, it feels like it's all based on needing a thing to happen and just fucking, just spitting on the paper, and there it is. But, uh, I at the same time. That's only really important because it, lo- it that the reason that's important to me is because it feels like he actually does have a heroic moment where he he sacrifices the chance to win the competition to save the people he cares about, mm-hmm. which is a great heroic moment. But like he got there very easily, like and and like he didn't necessarily earn his position to be heroic. Yeah, which which de which detracts from the sacrifice. Sure. And in therein lies my issue narratively. Right. Is that like you just she in her own writing devalues her lead. And you you could argue easily that the time it took to write Myrtle telling him where to go, yes. he could have found something. Anything. Yeah. Exactly what I mean. The, the glow you talked about. Yes. He could have heard the snatches of song himself. Yes, he could have he could have he you know what he could have done? He could have in he could have realized he's just like churning water and, and he's making noise when the water moves. And then he realizes, what if I just stop and listen? The egg made the, the egg had sung on under the water. I wonder if I can if I can. Water just... conducts sound, right? Yeah. From great distances. Yeah. Yeah. So like, if I stop, like I'm making lots of noise with my like paddling mm-hmm. and swimming. What if I stop and just go still? Like I could breathe underwater. I just sit here and I float and and sit and listen. And then off in the distance, from a direction, he can hear the faint sounds of this the song that came from the egg, and it lures him towards it. Mm-hmm. Anything. Anything. Anything other than a, a literal fucking ghost pops up and goes, Oi, mate, this <laughs> way. And and that's, I don't know. Uh, I, I mean, again, I feel, I, I, I'm fully conscious of how silly it is for us to criticize an extremely wealthy and successful writer. Sure. But it, I don't feel, at the same time, I do not feel like these are invalid points. No, they're not invalid points. So... I'm, I'm just I'm talking to the eventual commenters, and I'm saying what they yeah. are naturally saying. Oh, they're naturally just forgiving us. Yeah. So that happens. He he successfully saves him. He sacrifices, albeit, and, and then gets rewarded for it. So again, it's like it's completely 
Like, he, he essentially wins the competition or is, like, two points shy of Cedric. Mm-hmm. So, again, nullifying the sacrifice. Right. Uh, did she read the hero's journey? Like, like she did. Um, the hero's journey, but what if someone's trying to kill the hero? The hero's journey, but what if nothing matters? <laughs> what was I going to say? Uh, let's talk about Fleur and Ron real quick. Okay. And Hermione. Sure. Ron gets his hopeful kiss from Fleur, and Hermione's furious. Would was Hermione... She? Yeah, yeah, it said Hermione looked on furiously. Okay. Or some, you want me to... Yeah, I do, because I, I, I don't... No, absolutely. Uh, I'd just like to see that piece, because I must have glossed over it, or just been like, whatever. It's very close to the end of the chapter, so... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Fleur swooped down on him, too, Ron, and kissed him. Hermione looked simply furious. But just then, Ludo Bagman's magically magnified voice boomed out beside them, blah, blah, blah. Okay. Um, Would Hermione look furious, or would she... It kind of feels like not only had Ron ignored her and then Crumb was like let's go to the dance and she seems to be into Crumb but th- then he was completely rude about it wouldn't she be getting like oh, I got what he wanted and I've got Crumb that, that, I mean that's logical right that seems like a no no okay it is except you're forgetting the part about how she seemed to be indicating that she did want Ron to ask her to the dance i.e. now next time ask me first instead of as a last resort I thought that was her I think that's her signaling... to the point of Ron not necessarily saying I I did. I acknowledge I wanted you, but I don't anymore. No, no, no. I think that's her saying, like, I wanted you, but you took too long, and I had to make a decision. I made that decision. Next time, don't waste the time oh. and ask me. So, not in as her a last mind, resort. she's given him a clue. Yes. And he's been completely fucking oblivious about it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> don't like how intrigued you were by that. I'm just, no, I'm not intrigued. I'm just glad I didn't have to say it. Okay. And he's with Fleur, and she's just like... Well, yeah, I think I think you know. At the same time, all of the things I said are still still valid. But also, she does seem to still be spending time with Crumb. Well, yeah. So what? But like, is it romantic time? I mean, they spend most so of the what? time just reading, right? Yeah. Well, so what? But the point is about the. the oh, I think the, some of it's romantic time. I the, think this comes up later. The maybe, but the point is like the furious look is what you asked. Does she, should she, should would People she are be complex. furious? They are you can complex. Spend and maybe time with somebody and still be jealous of something else. And maybe that's her realizing that she's not really that into Crumb because she has feelings for Ron. Maybe that's why it's important to point in there that she's furious. Yeah, I think she can have feelings for both equally. Maybe she doesn't feel that she can. Hmm. Come on, girl. You can do better. Come on, girl. Polyamory. Get on it. <laughs> Am I misreading what you're saying? No, you're not. <laughs> Oh, Hermione, just, just... you're constrained by the concept of monogamy. Oh, yeah. you, you poor little witch. Yeah, she is constrained by the concept of monogamy. But the whole one-on-one soulmate bullshit. Most of the world is. Yeah. Bullshit. Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, did I answer your question? Like, Yeah, no, I think we got to the, okay. Okay. To the answer. We came around. What else is there to talk about in this chapter? I like, I, it's just, just, just crossing the streams of sure. where we are in the in the book uh, i really liked the i like the prefect bathtub mm-hmm. like, i like i like baths and that one seemed really fun i like baths too I'm it, was a good, little, it was a good bathtub a little bummed out that it's not a real bathtub right fills up right away fills up right away and has all the those cool you little, want. Like, all those cool knobs that do different things different bubbles when she just when she first described the knobs i thought that's too many that's stupid are all these people taking baths together and then she's like oh no they don't just fill up with water each one has its own individual special effect and i was like oh that's exactly what i would do <laughs> That's yeah. perfect. I've got Lush on tap. Nice. Yeah. I didn't understand the one that was like it came out and then it bounced across the... I think it was just for a fun effect. I guess. It's like a star wipe. You're never going to use it. <laughs> <laughs> unless you're doing some sort of... Yep. Unless you're just making fun of it. Yeah. I'm trying to think of anything. Oh, oh, oh. Um, Moody. We should probably discuss the Moody situation. Okay. And the Marauders map. And mm, how all... we totally didn't talk about we didn't that. talk about that no. at all. That's important. It's important for the plot, which is not what we do this podcast yeah. for. Yeah. <laughs> I think part of it was there is a reference coming up. I thought was in that chapter mm-hmm. to these events of this night. That's in a later chapter, and when Snape confronts Harry, mm-hmm. and I was saving talk about tonight for then. Okay. But but no no we can still talk about it. It's, no, that, that's will... why I was thinking Just... of not writing anything down. I am curious as to 
And I think I know the answer, but like, it's odd to me that Moody is so helpful towards Harry in these ways. Like, I understand what his thing is. I understand. Sure. I know who he really is. You know what his goal is. I know. What it, I kind of know what his goal is. I can't remember exactly what it is. Get Harry. Do you want to know? No. Okay. But I think that's. Oh, oh, I think I know. He yeah, wants okay. to, yeah, yeah. He needs to get him to the final task. Yeah. Yeah. To touch the fort key. That's it. Um, that's his goal. Right. Which you're like, why can't you just be like, hold this for me for a second? Yeah. We're done. Well, I think because he would port also. He can't just say, hold okay. this for me. Can you hand me that thing on my desk? We're done. He could do a summoning term. Is that what it's called? The thing where they. Yeah. The, thing, the thing he did. I'm to saying get... from day one, why doesn't he go like, Potter, hand me that pencil? I think because they had to get it to the end of the year. I think Voldemort's is it, probably doing something in that is time. The, is that part of the maze perhaps outside of the bounds no because you can pour a key from inside hogwarts right plausible deniability that's why he's doing it but who cares why doesn't he pour a key away with him and then be like i'm not moody anymore we're here how can i help you lord uh well i mean the the i think the what i would argue is the intelligent answer and i always say that to pad myself sure is that uh there is strategic advantage to having a, a person inside the gates like there's an advantage to voldemort to have somebody on the inside of hogwarts that can be a, a spy uh, um, and so, like, sacrificing that might be, like, really bad. So, like... But waiting almost a year? He's waited 12 years. years thir- yeah. Yeah, he's done his years, waiting. 13 years. Thir- years of it. In Albania. In Albania. With Bertha. Bertha Jorkins. <laughs> so, yeah, I think that there's probably some advantage there. He seems to be into advantage. Yeah. Like, and, and having that strategy and stuff. But who knows? I'm sure it'll either be addressed in great detail or not at all and skipped over. So... But I really like that scene. It's really what I was getting at. It's because it was... Uh, I, don't, I don't understand the physics of how Harry got his leg stuck. That doesn't make any sense to me. <laughs> the vanishing step. It's It's been there for... Yeah, but what is it? I don't it's understand. It's like a false it. step that, that you step on and it traps your leg. Neville keeps... How does it trap your leg, though? I don't understand. Magically, that. it's not really there. It's a... How does someone help you out of it? Like all these elements. You're going up the stairs and you're like, hey, friends, help me out of this because I'm stuck. Neville. But how do you. Got caught in like the first book, I think. But what does stuck mean? Because it doesn't mean you're stuck between two things and you're sort of wedged and you can't pull yourself out. Does it mean you're in an awkward position where you don't can't get leverage to get yourself out and you need to be pulled up? Yeah, kind of like that. Or does it mean you're magically immobilized in this position because you can't get any. I like, feel like there's stuck. magical pressure. On your, I'm, I'm in the, I, exactly, yeah, but that's no, what I mean. Right, it's right. not in the text. No, it just it's is. Not. There's a vanishing he's stuck. step. It's and now he's stuck, and yep. it's like, what? How? What does that look like? Help me. Mm-hmm. Like, I just want to, and, and like, and the and the Marauders map is just out of reach. He can't just Accio. Accio. He can't like an Accio egg. Yes, he knows this spell. Like, it's all happened. Yeah, and 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 it, I would be okay with the answer being. He's flustered. Afterwards, he's like, oh, I'm so flustered. I can't yeah. believe I didn't do this. Right. That would be enough for me yeah. just for him to retrospectively go, oh, fuck, I fucked up. Like people do. Right. But he doesn't. And it's it's obnoxious. It's clear. I think the only other note I really want to make, and it's only just because I, I, I've liked it since I saw the movie, is I like Gillyweed. I just like the idea of Gillyweed. I like the body horror element of it. I really like the idea of you eating a slimy green seaweed thing and it's disgusting and then your fucking like body erupts yeah. and changes and transforms. And I, also the adventure it would open up, I would love well, to explore. Not only that, but then the, the terror of like you have to drown in, in order to yeah. like use it. That's terrifying. Yeah. And then like there's that moment where like Harry's coming back up and he ta- they, he makes the mention of like having a lungs full of yeah, water. Water suddenly. into his lungs. And, I was like, what? Yeah. And like his lungs are back and now he's drowning and it's right. like they don't talk about that. He doesn't spit up the water. He doesn't, he doesn't spend like you, I couldn't drink a sip of water without choking for 10 minutes. Most of it was cut, but it was a lot of choking in real life. And his lungs were full of water, and he's like, huh, "Oh well, let's start swimming." Burp, like yeah, like yeah. <laughs> whatever. Unless he had the water up, but how can you do it if he's choking? It doesn't make sense. Doesn't make sense. Doesn't make sense. Well, um, that's all I have. That's all I have. Okay. Well, uh, that was Death Readers. I'm Doug. I'm Rob. Thanks for listening. Thank you. If you've enjoyed this podcast, please rate and review on Apple Podcasts and follow us on Podbean. These reviews might seem silly, but they actually help us out a lot. Check us out on Twitter, at RealDeathReader. If you want more Death Readers content, there's more available by joining Death Readers Patreon at www.patreon.com deathreaders. If you hate us and want to tell us how terrible we are, please send all hate mail comments to our Reddit account, you slash deathreaders. I think I may have been mistaken on the podcast. You were saying the Order of the Phoenix had a bi- having a big... Okay, let's start that over. Take two. <laughs> 
Are we reading the Lone Ranger one now? Yep. <laughs> Okay, when read in order, I can see how... Hey, have you seen Green Room? No. Are you one of those Lone Ranger sympathizers? What? Yeah. <laughs> you know, the alt-rangers groups. What? <laughs> Hashtag not all rangers. Gif of Chris Cuomo looking confused. You seem to be under the impression that I know anything about what you're saying. Are you one of those people who like Gore Verbinski's Lone Rangers? I feel I've been very clear on this. You haven't been clear about that at all. You asked about Green Room and then said something about being a Lone Ranger sympathizer. <laughs> Do you want to talk about Green Room or the Lone Ranger? I deftly switched topics. You said you hadn't seen Green Room, so I didn't think you had said anything else to say on it. I was just reading there was a fan. Okay. Next yes. time, let me know when you're done with a topic. So then I wondered about Lone Ranger. Like, oh, okay, never mind. Do you like Gore Verbinski's Lone Ranger? Make me read this one. No, I like to leave open threads to peruse the, in the future. Mind everything. You like to be wasteful with your time and your words. And that has been Death Readers Theater. <laughs> it's all going to go at the end. What was the point we were making? Fuck. We had housekeeping, and the housekeeping was... Well, that was Death Readers. Uh, I'm Doug. Is that how we do it? <laughs> it is, and you are...